Again, we are all about building and growing the family. Um, uh, this is not really for me or my brother as much as it is for the next generations to come. Family and farming seem to go hand in hand. On this episode, we're visiting a farm in South Georgia where the family, the farm, and the business have been growing for more than 50 years. I came from the mud, desert on my hands, strong like a tree, there's roots where I stand. I'm David Zelski, and this is the Fork in the Road podcast, presented by Georgia Grown and the fine folks at Georgia Public Broadcasting. Each episode, we feature stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Today, we're in South Georgia. Specifically, we are at Baker Farms in Norman Park, Georgia. And I don't necessarily expect you to know exactly where that is. So picture this. Tifton, Moultrie, and Adele form kind of a triangle. Baker Farms sits right in the middle of that triangle. We're way down there, only about 43 miles from the Florida state line. And it's in places like this that family and hard work are some of the most important things in the world. Began small. Uh, my dad started it a long time ago. We, me and my brother uh, and my sister, we grew up. Um, uh, all of us working on the farm, all of us trying to provide uh, and, and make the farm grow. Started there with few tractors, a little bit of land, and a very small packing operation. And from there we grew into a, a, a larger business, uh, more successful, um, always keeping that family-oriented aspect to it though. We've, uh, we've, we've never fell away from that, which is important to all of us. That's Richard Baker, one of the owners at Baker Farms. And his point about keeping the family aspect is a passion that runs deep here. I mean, I guess you could say, listen, if, if it wasn't for my family or my, my, my brother and my sister, uh, my brother-in-law, my children, um, and ho hopefully it'll be nieces and nephews in the future, I mean, that's what makes it, that's what makes what we do important, you know, to me. Um, it seems like every time another family member um, has joined the operation, the operation has continued to grow. I mean, we started off with what? 10 or 15 acres and now we're farming over 4,000 acres of, of vegetables so yeah and uh, it's been a it's, you know that's been a big deal to us a family for sure. That's Joe Baker reiterating the same point family is very important to the Bakers. Okay start off say and spell your name and I guess your position here at Baker Farms. Uh, <laughs> name is Terry Baker I, I've lost my position I think uh, started Baker Farms in 1970 uh, in a small way, just hoping to make a living and uh, worked at it and for the 50 years now and, and with my family coming into the farm, it's made it uh, a lot better. Uh, at one time we were growing all types of vegetables. We have switched uh, in the last few years, switched primarily to the greens, the wet items. Uh, it's worked real well for us. We've. Uh, worked hard on quality and food safety. And uh, it's just, it's something that uh, if you, you've got to have quality if you're going to stay in the business. And we have stressed that, we've been lucky, we've had great help. And that's, help has, has been a big part of our success. Help has been a big part of the Baker Farm's success. That help has come from multiple generations of the Baker family 
and multiple generations of chosen family members. We'll meet Jorge and his crew of workers who come to Baker Farms on H-2A visas a little later in this podcast. But first, let's go back to Joe. My role over, over the years has changed. I mean, it, it started out as I was on the tractor. Um, I was uh, doing the planting, the plowing, um, you know, doing what I'd say what normal farmers used to do. But as, as, as you begin to grow in business, you know, that gets taken away from you, whether you want it to be taken away from you or not. Unfortunately, that, that's the nature of growth sometimes. And now on my everyday, you know, my everyday operation, you know, I get up and I, I guess I, I sort of see what's going on and, uh, you know, I, I try to manage the everyday operation from not really uh, from the outside looking in, um, if that makes any sense to you whatsoever. You know, my, I don't feel like I have one job. My job is to do whatever needs to be done, you know, so I, don't, I feel like I have to wear several different hats. And what exactly are they growing and harvesting at Baker Farms? Oh, uh, we're, we're, we're harvesting curly mustard. Um, we grow collards, kale, mustard, turnips. We grow cilantro. We grow parsley, uh, beets, uh, uh, cabbage, uh, uh, cauliflower, broccoli. Um, and uh, we do a, uh, uh, you know, we grow, grow a, a several, several, several hundred acres of each of those items. Um, as far as that goes, we uh, there t- today, as you can tell, we're we're, we're harvesting curly mustard, uh, which when we get through, it'll go to the to our packing facility, and some of it will be some of it will be packed and shipped out directly to retailers, some to wholesalers, um, uh, some of it will be placed in bags for the value added, um, and we ship all the way from gosh Miami, all the way to Michigan, um, all the way into St. Louis, Chicago, pretty much all over the country. And one of the things that sets Baker Farms apart is their commitment to being fresh and clean. It's a very important process for them. It is. It's very important. You know, we have a uh, we have a process that when it gets back to our to our packing plant, uh, the stuff that goes in the bulk, which will still be in the boxes, um, it'll go through a, a, a process of being what we call slushed ice. It'll go where uh, it's getting uh, running through clean water. Um, ice is put on it, a lid's put on it, it's strapped in, goes into our cooler. But then we went to the next step where we do a, we put in our, our bagging facility where it is, um, all of our products is triple washed, um, it's cut, clean, it's ready to eat for the consumer. Impressive. Impressive indeed. Great point, me, or David, out in the field. Did you just respond to a recording of yourself? Uh, um, let's move on. Well, we start off with, uh, as, the, as the product comes in, the product uh, is cooled for 24 to 48 hours, which you may or may not have seen. That is in a, in a bulk aspect. That is then uh, placed on uh, conveyors. It goes through multiple staging areas where it's graded. They grade out any uh, bad leaves they may find and things like that. And again, most of that we try to leave in the field. We try to leave any type of thing like that in the field. But as it does come up here, we do go through a grading system. Um, it goes through a first wash tank. Everything's very computerized and monitored. Um, we, we truly wash in a triple wash system. As you look through the process, you'll see where you've got three tanks in line in a linear, linear fashion. This allows that, uh, that, uh, that green or the product, whatever that product may be, to actually be submerged and cleansed in three different vats. Some operations use one vat and they'll run it through three different times. We actually use three separate vats 
To me, uh, being in the science background, that gives me a lot more control, and I like control. I like to be able to monitor and control. Um, every vat is, is uh, uh, controlled with com computers where we inject certain types of chemicals to again give that, uh, that, that, cleanse, that cleanly aspect that we want to the products we're providing to the public. And it even, then, you, then it goes through the, the drying process and the, these giant machines that are, they're like giant dryers, almost like the rent, the, uh, rinse and dry cycle of a washing machine. Very similar, very similar. Just a lot more, I'd say a lot more expensive and a, and a lot more heavy duty. Uh, we do put a lot, we put the greens in there and, and again this is a, a, another aspect that, that, that we, put our, we put our finger on. We really try to control that. Every product that we actually dry, when we remove a, a, the, the water out of it, the important aspect of removing that water is you want to remove enough but not too much. That gets into shelf life. You don't want to damage that product. You want to make sure it's, it's done proper. So each product that we run and every drying unit we have runs through a program that I've set up that allows you to bring out enough moisture, but not too much. That way when it goes into the bag and in that controlled atmosphere in that bag, it gives it a better, longer, safer shelf life. There's a couple of things I want to point out here. First, did you notice how much care goes into the process of making sure that the greens you are getting from Baker Farms are top quality? Also, Richard mentioned his science background. Uh, being in the science background, that gives me a lot more control, and I like control. I like to be able to monitor and control. Um, every vat is, is uh, uh, controlled with com computers where we inject certain types of chemicals to, again, give that, uh, that, that, cleanse, that cleanly aspect that we want to the products we're providing to the public. So what exactly is his science background? <laughs> Get ready for this. Um, yes, for a while I, I went into medicine. I uh, worked in ICU, CCU, uh, work at the hospital. Uh, I was a family nurse practitioner, um, went to school, uh, took a lot of sciences obviously with that particular background, a lot of computer related classes, went into the medical field, uh, worked in the hospital setting, uh, emergency room, and then turned around after that and opened up my own medical practice. Ran that for about 10 to 12 years, um, had a really great time taking care of all the patients I did but felt, felt a, a need and urge to come back to the uh, family business as it began to grow and as the science and the engineering and the computers began to uh, build in the process, I just felt the need to come back and hopefully be able to add to that and, and, and make it a better, stronger uh, process for the family. Again, we are all about building and growing the family. Um, uh, this is not really for me or my brother as much as it is for the next generations to come. So for me it was important to, to come in and try to help that build that foundation um, uh, that, that needed to be built hopefully with regards to the science and the, uh, the engineering and the computers so that that next generation could, could really uh, benefit from that. Richard is using his education in computers, science, and medicine to improve products from Baker Farms, not just for the consumers, but for future generations. And it's probably a good combination. You know, you get the new ideas from the next generation and then your grandson's generation, but they'll have you, they have you to kind of be the, the safety valve, you know, to say, okay, that could work, but I have experience in this. So tell me about that combination. Yeah, you know, when I, you know, it's so much different than it was when, when I started and it changes every year. And uh, I have, uh, I've kindly turned it over the decision making to them, but I get a lot of phone calls uh, 
what do you think about this or what do you think we need to do tomorrow and that type of stuff. But uh, the, my children worked hard to uh, make sure that, that, you know, I've always stressed the quality and, and they have worked hard to make sure we had that quality. And I think that's been a big part of our success is quality. What does it mean to you to have your the next generation take control and even see uh, John uh, taking a you know young John taking a taking a major role? In yeah, that's what's going on here. That's the most important thing. Family is important, and uh, regardless of whether you're farming or or what type of business you're in, you family is is the main part, and it's 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 real important. And we've got we're gonna have some girls coming into this too. We're going to got a lot of 11 grandbabies and hopefully all of them that won't will have a, have a chance to come in and be a part of it. Family, that is the overall theme here. Now let's bring in someone who isn't a baker by blood. Heath Weatherington is the director of operations at Baker Farms. I've been in Baker Farms uh, for almost 20 years now. I, I married into the, the bakers, some of the, the nicest folks you'll ever meet. Um, it's been a great experience and, and sometimes it can be tough working with family if we're not being honest. You know, that's part of a family business is, is business all the time and sometimes it's, you know, uh, you may not have as much family. But one thing about this family is we enjoy talking about the business. We enjoy each other's company, whether it be through fish fries or softball tournaments or race cars or all the different things that the kids may be into. We, we come together, we eat over the same table, um, we discuss the business, and uh, we have fun with what we do. What's it like working with, with family, uncles, yeah. all that? Yeah, uh, it's, um, it's, it's a great experience. That I've learned a lot from my dad and my granddad and my uncle Heath. He's, um, we talk pretty much more than anybody, but um, at the same time, me and my dad talk a lot. He, he keeps us going for sure, and um, but it's a lot of fun. I, I I can't see myself anywhere else. John Baker is the youngest of the Baker family working full time on the farm. His role is farm manager. All right, farm manager here. There's there's a lot of farm. Oh yeah, there is <laughs> a lot of farm. Tell me about your your day to day operations and what you're looking after. Oh well, I pretty much oversee all the guys that works in the fields on the tractors. They um, as far as you know, ordering chemicals, getting the chemical reports for the guys, uh, spreading the fertilizer, um, uh, putting out the nitrogen and all, pretty much all the fertilizer for the farm and for the crops, uh, getting everything ready for uh, the guys to cut, you know, before they cut. And this isn't really a nine to five job. You, you could get summoned at any moment. Yeah, it's pretty much 24 hours seven days a week you know we might get off one day at two o'clock well i wouldn't say off but we might get slow at two or three o'clock and then it might pick back up and a some irrigation mess up at 11 o'clock at night and we have to go out and work on it for a couple hours but um it's pretty much all you know all during the weekends we have to be around and um but it's a lot of fun and i wouldn't you know rather i wouldn't want to be anywhere else now let's be frank farm work is hard work. However, it seems that the emphasis on family alleviates that a little bit. But what if you aren't related to the family? Jorge can give us some perspective. What's it like working with the Baker family? Well, I've, I'm so proud. I mean, I feel good. 
they're real good people and and I never thought we was gonna be here all these years. But we here for 29 years with Baker Farms. And uh, you know, we start, I start from the cropping, greens, squash, cabbages. And then I got on the, later on I jump on the tractors. And then uh, I got to the packing house like a supervisor on the packing house and now I'm supervisor, the crew on the field. Tell me about this crew. They're not always here, but they've been coming here a long time. Oh yes, I got some people. They've been working for Baker Farm for 22 years on a H-2A program. Now, what is H-2A? The H-2A Temporary Agricultural Workers Program, or H-2A Visa Program, helps American farmers fill employment gaps by legally hiring temporary workers from other countries. Tell me what you, you teach them. Well, we teach them, we try to teach them everything, you know, how to, how to harvest. I train them in Mexico, I got somebody that train them in Mexico and then by the time they get to Baker Farms, they got a little experience, and, uh, and we teach them some more, all the time. It's really neat what they're doing. Can you walk through what they're doing? They're pulling, they're cutting, they're wrapping. Tell me about that process, step by step. Okay, I started doing that in Mexico because it helped me a big time. I grow some oaks in Mexico, alfalfa, and that's how I start training them. That way when they get here, it's more easy for doing what we're doing, harvest, greens, get around. Yeah, and it's really neat watching them with the knives and with the wrapping, that it's, it's so fast. Yes, uh, well, that's why we practice and, and try to teach them in Mexico because by the time they get here, uh, all they got to do is start on these greens, beautiful greens, and, and it, it, it get more easy and simple for them to learn and, and, and get faster. And it's not just uh, new workers every time. This has been a, a generational thing. Many families uh, and sons and grandfathers. Tell me about that. Yes, I got, I don't know, two, three families. I got, I had the grandpa here and then the son and then the grandson. Well, it's... It's more easy because the, the daddy teach the son or the cousin, the uncle teach the, the, the nephew. So it's why you see what you see is, is they get the practice and, and the experience quicker, I think. That's what it is. Generations of family. We keep hearing it over and over at Baker Farms. How can you be a part of all this? Look for Baker Farms products in your local grocery store. We sell a real, we're heavy in Kroger, real heavy in Walmart, uh, SEG, which gets your Piggly Wiggly, your Harveys. We have a lot of your, uh, your, some of the local stores. We also sell to some of the small mom and pops. Again, very important to us. We want to provide our product to, to everyone that needs it. Again, because we really feel, we really feel like our product is the best, safest product there is. Um, I would rather, I, I feed this same product to my family. I feed this same product to my, my mother, my father, my kids my brother's children, my sister's children. So if I'm gonna put my stamp of approval on this product with my own family, my own bloodline, then I obviously think it's important and it's safe enough 
to give to the public and that's what it's important to me. If I didn't think it was, I wouldn't do it. And that's, that's how we all feel about this, both myself, my brother-in-law, my sister, my, uh, we, my brother, we all feel that we, we want to do it the right way. There's only one way and that's the right way. And uh, as bakers, that's what we feel is very important. Baker Farms is a shining example of the iconic family farm. For more stories like this one, you can watch A Fork in the Road on GPB TV or anytime on the gpb.org website. That's where you'll also be able to listen to and subscribe to this podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. I'm David Zelski. Thanks for listening to A Fork in the Road.